Alright, hello and welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. Now I know it's been such, such a long time. Such a long time since I last recorded, it's been like almost a month and I deeply, deeply apologize because around here right now things are not really safe and I'm like trying to survive every day because you know abuse and um it's been risky it's been pretty dangerous uh rough patch and i've been trying to be careful with um recording and when to set it up and when not to do it and when to do it when to schedule it And I do have a lot of content. I do have so, 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 so many potential episodes ready. Um, but the problem is, it's this, you know, it's just, um, it's been really risky and something I really need to be careful of doing. But it's something that is very, very therapeutic it's highly listened around the world which i really appreciate and um find very helpful that you actually listen and that you actually engage to this content that i am producing um and what would definitely help this podcast to be something okay is that you Do as much as you can and share it. Share it to the world. Share it around. Just to make sure that the content is spread across and that as many people as possible will know about um, what's going on and every single episode that I publish. So that would be very much helpful and I thank you so much for doing it. Uh, and it's all free. It doesn't even take a cent. <laughs> um, social media, your profile, downloading it, whatever. It, it's 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 pretty much free and um, easy to do. So that would be extremely helpful for the podcast that you do so. And a huge, huge thank you for me as well. All right. Now, I'm going to address a very important topic that is actually, like, current right now. And it's also a topic recommended by Anonymous before. Among the, the two, along with the two topics I talked about before, um, how the scapegoat is treating differently, treated differently than their siblings. Um... Wait, just, I'm looking for them right now. Yeah, okay. And triangulation of siblings. And now today's episode will be, we will be focusing on living with narc parents during the holidays. And she recommended that I talk about these topics. I thank you so much for recommending these topics. Very, very much appreciated. If anyone else has any suggestion, any topic they want me to talk about, please do not hesitate to 
Find whatever way possible to contact me. You know, you have the Facebook page. You can message me there on Self Evolution Regardless, the official Facebook page there. And also Instagram. But for now, Instagram has been down for me. And um, I'll try to work it out and fix the problem as soon as I can. Um, And also YouTube. I have this uh, YouTube channel. It's also called Self Evolution Regardless. If you can, email me at my email address. I will will be sure to also change the email address into the email of the podcast itself. So (laughs) that would be more professional and more uh, appropriate, I think. And please feel free to ask me any questions if you have or suggest any topics you want me to talk about. Or even if you want to record a session with me on Zoom, also contact me via the Facebook page. Um, we can do it on Zoom. I can record the uh, session. I can keep it audio only or video if you'd like. Um, make sure to only upload the audio. Or if you'd like, uh, I can upload the video version and upload it to YouTube. And then we will see from there. But I would be happy to do that. It's my pleasure. And it shows me that my audience really engages with the topics that I mention and talk about in my podcast. And uh, engage with the way that I talk about these topics on my podcast. Because, you know, everyone has their own specific touch, a personal touch, if you can and so um, that would make me be very happy and I would very much appreciate it so without any further ado so how about living with narcissistic parents during the holidays now holidays are supposed to be festive they're supposed to be something that we enjoy that we celebrate that we are gathering here together to um, celebrate a new year, um, drink together, party together, dress up together, have these activities that we can do together, maybe even fire some fireworks and have a blast, you know? It's all part of having fun and seeing family and keeping the good vibes. So that's what it's supposed to be, right? But in case of a narcissistically abusive relationship, and the most difficult one would be with the family. When it comes to having to live with narcissistic parents, is very much a different story. What we can get from here is that well, the abuse isn't 100% happening all the time right there has to be that time where a little bit of attention a little bit of empathy a little bit of so-called love is given a little bit of um spoiling quote-unquote is given okay a tiny period of time of love bombing gift giving um i don't know showing any kind of quote-unquote kindness between quotation marks, okay? Kindness. Um, And that 
period is significant in the abuse because, and of course, love and attention and care and gift giving and all that is just temporary. And it's just for the sake of keeping you around. Why do they do that? If abuse was 100% all the time and there is no mercy, there is no kind of remorse or showing some kind of love and care. And I always put these positive words between quotation marks. I'm not even mentioning the true, true authentic meaning of these words. So visualize quotation marks whenever I say these words. Love, affection, care, gift giving, uh, validation, um, support, all those. Okay, kindness in general. If the abuse had nothing to do with that, and 100% of the time there was no any of those words that I just mentioned, okay, then it would be unbearable, it would be deadly, it would be something that we cannot continue living with, okay? It, it would be something that would force us to leave or even commit suicide at the worst conditions, okay? But the thing with, the thing that's tricky about abuse in general is that there has to be that 20%, 20 percentile of that positive period, okay? And trust me about this, it's not even genuine. It's just a matter of time before things flip over to the way they were before and everything comes back to the, uh, what do we say, how do we call it? Big uh, wheel ride, you know, the roller coaster ride, okay? Everything goes back there and it's flipping, flopping, twisting, going everywhere. It's chaotic, it's messy, and it's spiraling, spiraling downwards, okay? So, like I said, the trick with the abuse is that there has to exist. Like, the 20% of goodness has to exist. It has to. And its purpose is to keep you hooked on hope and that's the kind of hope that will save you it's the kind of hope that's false it's the kind of hope that okay well now i'm seeing a better picture here and now things are getting better and now things are really improving and i'm loving this and and that actually that period has to be the worst period for you why because that will be your most vulnerable period that you're going to go through. I'm not talking about the blood, the menstrual blood. <laughs> don't, don't, um, don't let your brain diverge. Okay, just kidding. But seriously though, it's the worst period of time for you to go through it because that would be your most vulnerable time of when you will easily be able to gaslight yourself, to second guess yourself, to think twice about the abuse, maybe even deny the whole thing and think, oh my god, that wasn't such a big deal, look at how things are good now, why am I thinking of leaving, why am I thinking of getting out of the situation, why am I hating these people when I should be loving them, I 
should be loving them because now they're showing me the love and care I've always wanted and I've always been waiting for and here it is and what am I doing wanting to leave etc 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 maybe it wasn't just a big deal maybe I was exaggerating and all those gaslighty lying expressions or phrases that will keep you hanging and that will keep your brain foggy and you're lo- and you're no longer clear or thinking straight anymore it's really the worst period of time because at this point the christmas or new year's eve is usually the period where a lot of love bombing happens and we know how love bombing is dangerous and it's the period where the monsters wear masks these people change uh change again quote unquote okay between quotation marks and they show us a positive side of theirs a good heartwarming quote unquote loving um supportive side of theirs like all of a sudden they're nice people <laughs> and you're wondering like where the heck did that monster go where where has this nice person been all this time and it's actually the same person all this time but you just you're confused now and this is how abuse gets the most and the best out of you is when it confuses you and this is when abuse is successful at luring you in gaining your attention gaining your focus sucking your energy and you giving it away with all the passion and love and thinking oh oh this is awesome oh this is okay oh my god i can't believe this they're actually nice people But are you kidding yourself? And how about narcissistic parents in particular? Well, how about if the whole entire family gathers around and the siblings are coming and now we're going to have to live it with your whole family. How are your parents going to react? Of course they're going to change. They're going to act nice all of a sudden they're going to be generous they're going to buy stuff that's going to be glamorous and generous and big and such a huge deal and i want to make sure everything is exaggerated when it comes to gift giving decorations design etc it all works for them the only thing the narcissist cares about is supply and as long as that provides them with supply they will work on making sure that they have the best of the best given and displayed and they'll take credit for everything and if there's one thing the narcissist cares about is how much you admire them how much you you like uh contemplate their achievements how much you appreciate your their efforts and it's all a part of their attempt or should i say passion or addiction in receiving as much supply as possible 
And in love bombing you, they also receive uh, supply. Because they are showering you with these gifts or this fake love or these future promises you're dealing you're feeling sometimes like you're dealing with a bipolar and they are extremely euphoric and joyous and happy and excited during the holidays but once the holidays are over and the next day is just another ordinary day (laughs) This spiral goes downwards and it's this monster and it's this abusive person again. And oh my god, I have to deal with this person one more time. See, this is where abuse is fundamentally destructive and deadly. It gets to that point. It gets to the point where your brain cannot think clearly anymore about the situation. It gets to the point where you're always, always confused. You're never able to think straight. One time this person is a monster, the next they're gentle. Wow, that sudden change. But when it comes to narcissistic parents, of course, if you're the scapegoat, they'd love to have your siblings around, especially if they are flying monkeys themselves. You know, they serve the ball well, okay? They serve it well. And they know the system, and they know how it functions. Even though it's dysfunctional in nature, but they survive in it. And it works for them because they obey. And so they are going to give the narcissistic parents supply. Unlike you, stupid scapegoat. And then the narcissistic parent will be so nice and so happy and joyous. And the celebration is amazing. And everyone is hugging the narcissistic parent. And everyone's loving them. And Oh, wow. And having to spend the holidays with narcissistic parents, it's hell. Trust me. It's already hell in the abuse by itself. Let alone the roller coaster ride of craziness, gaslighting, second guessing yourself, confusion, stress. Um, feeling like a maid, feeling like a servant. Love bombed. And then when you're love bombed, you almost kind of always feel like you owe them something. Like it's transactional. It's not even authentic that they give you this stuff. It's It's transactional. It's like they give you something and then they expect something in return. And if they don't get their way, you'd better die. You know what I'm saying? It's not even literal that you go die. Like you, you, you should probably go bury yourself under the sand if that is possible. If you're crazy enough to do that, and they'll make you, (laughs) 
you will be crazy enough to do that actually sometimes but not in like literal meaning like figuratively and then um they'll want to expect something in return because that's how they they have been programmed their whole entire life and you can't blame them because that's their nature and nobody showed them a better way of dealing with it and if they're older it's much worse than a younger person the narcissism gets worse and i'm gonna take back something i said before in one of the episodes i forgot I said that uh, if a narcissist can have the uh, choice to make a change for themselves and go get help, they will become better people? Actually, no. The personality disorder helps them in any, in any, in every way, shape, and form. Because it always serves their interest and only their interest, okay? They want to be the one who always wins. So no wonder they like to stay in that position. And with age and with trial and error and with experience, they learn from their mistakes. And it's like a computer that learns its language and then learns to avoid those errors. So it never makes those errors again. And so it's improving just like AI, like uh, Sam Vaknin once mentioned in one of his lectures. So they're like computers, basically, but in human form. And they're keeping this giant spreadsheet in their head with data. And so sometimes the data in that spreadsheet works and sometimes it doesn't. And so they fail and they make mistakes. And when they make mistakes, they'll try to learn from those mistakes to avoid them next time. And next time we'll see how better they have been doing because they are learning and they're improving in their narcissistic personality disorder. And it helps them. So of course, when they grow older, even a year older, their narcissistic personality disorder will improve, meaning that their personality and nature will rotten more. It'll become worse. Okay, so hope that made sense. Right. And it's the same for narcissistic parents. Especially when you're stuck and you haven't moved out and you haven't uh, been able to get out and possibly possibly go no contact it's a nightmare I mean last time for me it was hell and it's always been like that it's always been hell it's never been about you or the whole entire family it's only about the narcissist and they always have to get their way no matter how shitty things are or no matter how good they are they always have to get their way the whole entire celebration has to only revolve around them as always the narcissist always must be the center of attention at all costs 
And they like to do that. And they like to get as much supply as possible. Because that is what drives them to move forward. That's what drives them to go ahead and, you know, be quote-unquote ecstatic and happy and all over the place. Because they're, they're, they are enjoying the supply quantity that's given to them. And so that's why you're, you'll, you'll see them happy and jumping around and hugging people and excited and, you know. Cause now they're getting what they want. They're getting that supply. And I'm not going to take back what I've always said that even negative, even negative stuff like disagreements or challenging or arguments or any type of drama is also supply for the narcissist but especially the kind that is best that is good that is cheerful that is happy that is supportive that it's caring that is validating that is adulating that is uh, contemplating admiring of the narcissist that is always better and when they get that They're very excited and thrilled. And that's why they will quote-unquote change. But it's only for the short term. It's only for the uh, how long it lasts, which is not even like a couple of days and then it's over. That's why you'll see them shifting back to the way they were before. And so you're not seeing a new person, even if it's your narcissistic parent. It's not. It's just the same person. Basically, what happens differently, though, is now they're getting narcissistic supply. That's why I'll see them jumping around everywhere and celebrating like a child. But if they're not getting their way, you're doomed. And if if that supply is over... Then they'll go back to the same old misery. So it's difficult. It's really, really challenging to have to spend your holidays, which are pretty much sacred to so many people. And a time when this is supposed to be a celebration, this is supposed to be something positive, this is supposed to be... You know, something loving, that people gather around, that people feast together, that people enjoy spending time with each other, you know. Not around the narcissist, though. Not around the narcissist. And so again, it's difficult, challenging. For the covert narc, it's a different story. (laughs) They will pretend and act like they're enjoying themselves but they're eating themselves inside because the covert narc will always think of themselves as victim and the world is going against them and their pity party in their head will have to take a break now because of the celebration but then it's gonna come back once the celebration is over and so, it's not going to go easy for the covert narc. <laughs> but 
it's not easy for neither the overt nor the covert nor the malignant narc. None of those narcs. It's not going to be easy for them. And we're going to dedicate an episode talking about the types of narcissistic people or types of narcissism because there are plenty not actually to the point where there are like 20 but like 10 or less but um yeah we need to talk about those as well because they're extremely important but regardless of the type of narcissist it's always hell to spend your holiday around any kind of narcissist even your romantic partner i'm so sorry to say that we really have to do though is try and figure out a way to keep yourself at peace serenity protect your peace protect yourself set boundaries if you're gonna be the scapegoat be prepared to be the scapegoat, okay? If you're gonna be blamed, if you're gonna be insulted, if you're gonna be assaulted, if you're gonna be devalued and abused again, let it be. You know, at least you have the dignity to to step it up a notch and protect yourself against all odds of the abuse, right? Make sure you think clear and straight about the abuse always keep something memory uh visual or auditory auditory to remind you of the actuality of the abuse especially at the times when you are most vulnerable to gaslighting yourself okay keep a journal keep a memory keep a visual map whatever it takes just keep it around and read it or listen to it or speak it or whatever Write it down. It'll remind you, it'll save you so much more energy and time ahead. If you ever find yourself in the middle of gaslighting yourself, okay? Please, please, please do not react to the narcissist no matter how they are. Try to go gray rocking. I know it's difficult and I know it's kind of like... You feel like it's not working. Because either way, you're still giving supply to the narcissist. Even though you're boring and you're uninterested and uninteresting to the narcissist, you're still giving them supply. Because according to HG Tutor, HG Tutor, with whom I honestly agree on this point in particular, your physical presence gives the most amount of supply to the narcissist. So even if you are going gray rock, you're still giving them enormous amounts of supply so the only and the best way to get rid of all that and to stop and to starve the narcissist is to go no contact disappear and he said it in his own words to go so get out and stay out if you can go ahead and please do it as soon as you can if you cannot please plan strategically have some sort of a plan some sort of a uh something a cushion to lie on if you ever uh not to plan the risk or calculate the risk well you know and make sure please whatever it takes to always protect your peace and 
love yourself as much as you can. Love yourself. No matter how hard the narcissist tries to devalue you, how hard they try to manipulate you or uh, insult you or lie to you or shame you or guilt you in any way, shape, or form, please do not take it personally. Even if they try to project their flaws onto you, they're only projecting their own flaws onto you. Do not believe their shit. Do not believe that shit coming out of their dirty mouth. Do not. You're better off without them anyway. And I know it's extremely difficult for you to separate yourself from blood, but trust me, if your blood is not helping you heal and grow as a person, then get rid of it. Dispose of it. It's killing you. Okay? It's toxic. I don't care if blood is thicker than water. I only care about the fact that blood is supposed to be pure and clean and is supposed to help you and support you on your journey to grow as a person and to be a functional part of the society. But if it's toxic and it's killing you and it's draining you, then there's no point in trying to allow our bodies to use it. No use. Alright, so uh, I hope that made sense and I hope it helped. So thank you so much for listening to this episode on the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. Uh, thank you so much for engaging. I would very much appreciate if you share, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating on iTunes, you know what I'm saying, review, probably, possibly share on social media whenever you can to help this podcast grow. And thank you so much again, Anonymous, for uh, suggesting this topic. It's really extremely important to talk about it, uh, especially during these days because it's very... Uh, current (laughs) okay uh and especially during the pandemic because it's 10 times more difficult now with pandemic and quarantine but um anyway i hope the very last a few minutes where i gave those golden priceless tips will help you save your day or life eventually and um believe in yourself you're capable of doing this you're strong and always always no matter what protect your peace and let's all seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse right so i'll see you in the next episode